Well, thank you. Thank you to our pianist, Peter Crockford, for managing to recreate the entire sound of the Beatles and their instruments, telling us that all you need is love. And that was just on his one piano. And that famous song introduces the theme of today's service, which is love, love in its many forms. It's really good to see you all here on Zoom this morning for Kensington Unitarians weekly Sunday gathering. For those of you I haven't met before, my name's Sarah Tinker. I'm the newly retired minister of this congregation. So welcome to congregation members, to friends and visitors from far and near. Though many of us long, don't we, to be able to meet in person once again, there is a certain benefit in meeting in this digital realm, connecting with one another across these physical distances. So we also bid a warm welcome to those of you who will be watching the service on video sometime in the future, um, listening in to a podcast or reading the script online, perhaps. There are many ways to join in. And if you are with us here in person this morning, do feel free to engage at a level that feels right for you. There are not one, but two hymn singing opportunities today. And there's chance for a few people to light a candle and say a few words, but it really is fine just to sit back and relax, turn your camera off if you prefer, or move around if you feel the need to. So I invite us all to take a moment now Let's take a conscious breath. And as we breathe out, let's know that we have arrived here and now. Let's imagine the connections between us all, even those people we don't yet know well. These connections that we're making across time and space as we gather here to consider the part love plays in human life here on earth. The way that love in its many forms shapes our existences, forging connections of the heart. As I light our chalice flame. This single flame connecting us with Unitarian and Unitarian Universalist communities the world over. May love be with each of us this day and all days. May love fill our hearts as generously as the sun shines upon us. May love guide our lives as surely as the river seeks the sea. And may we know that we are loved, just as we are, for who we are, and for all the unique gifts our presence brings to this world, this day, and all days. Our simple chalice flame, this bears witness to the humanity we all share. One people, one planet, one shared life. May we learn to live in peace, May we care for what we have, and may we know love as our true purpose.
Well, I have, I have one more candle here. And as we often do, I'm going to light that candle now. To represent all those joys and concerns that we might be holding silently in our hearts today. For our joys and our griefs, they weave us in the warp and weft of community, don't they? Our lives are connected. So let's take a moment now to think of the uh, joys and the concerns that we've heard spoken this morning. These glimpses into other people's lives and the life of our wider world. And let's, let's hold them and each other in loving compassion as we move into a time of prayer now. Let's each of us now just do what we do to get ourselves into the right state of body and mind. Maybe shift our position, find a position that helps us focus, perhaps close our eyes or soften our gaze. Whatever assists you to be fully present with yourself and with each other and with that larger presence that holds us all. As I call on the divine spirit of life and of love to bless our time together here today. Oh, and to enfold us all in the warmth and companionship of our shared humanity. May we remember that we are not alone. We share the difficulties and the delights faced by humanity around the world. And even as we celebrate our human ability to love, may we find a healthy balance in our own lives. A sense of the flow of giving and receiving needed at different times in life, of holding and being held, of caring for others and caring for ourselves. Inevitably, there are times in life when we are less than loving. We're human after all. We may be less than loving with others, we may be less than loving with ourselves. And sometimes it's hard, isn't it, to know what love would do now in our lives. And in our relationships, for they are complex and many layered. But in a few moments of stillness held now, let, let each of us reflect, if we so wish, on what messages there might be for us in response to the question, what might love do now? In a world where 
fear and hatred sometimes seem so strong. May we be reminded of the soft and gentle strength that love brings to our world. And in a brief time of shared stillness and silence now, we might send our loving thoughts and prayers to those we know to be in need this day. And may each of us, may we find ways to bring love into our lives in the smallest and the simplest of ways, small gestures, thoughtful acts, kindness expressed, care and interest shown. And may this be so for the greater good of all, this day and all days. To this aspiration, join, if you wish, in saying, Amen. So may it be. So there's a, an opportunity to sing a hymn now. There are so many hymns and songs about love, aren't there? And uh, this one is called What Wondrous Love Is This? It's from the American folk tradition. It's sung to a haunting Old English ballad tune. If you'd rather just read the words that are going to appear on the screen soon, that's fine. You don't have to sing. They are particularly lovely words and they, um, they speak of those crumbly times, as Michaela called them the times when we feel ourselves perhaps sinking down a bit in life and we're helped by the love of others gathering round us. This uh, recording of this hymn is um, of our congregation in Kensington singing together a few years ago, hence the rustling of hymn books. But I've got to say, I think we were in very fine voice that day. But now we're all gonna be muted on Zoom. So do join in singing in, at home if you'd like to.
Good morning, and um, I send greetings from Dublin Unitarian Church. My name is Dennis Conway. Some of you might recognise me because I spent some time in the flat upstairs, a beautiful flat upstairs in your church. Uh, two years ago, I was doing um, a job in the West End. I'm an actor, and Art Lester, who is a former minister of your church, I think, and Bill Darrison both recommended that I ring Sarah Tinker and she might be able to do something for me and Sarah kindly offered me a room upstairs in the flat and I had a wonderful wonderful summer there um, I met quite a few of you I think as I went to a number of the services and um, I was very grateful for the time in that flat I'm saying all this because I'm aware that Sarah is retiring and um, I know you'll miss her terribly and I want to wish her really well in her retirement and I wish she was a congregation really well without her. Um, we're all living through a very tough time at the moment and uh, what we need more than anything is kindness and love. And this morning's reading is about that. It's by Mark Nepo and it's called Love Like Water. Love Like Water by Mark Nepo. Water, in its clear softness, fills whatever hole it finds. It is not sceptical or distrusting. It does not say, this ditch is too deep or that field is too open. Like water, the miracle of love is that it covers whatever it touches, making the touched thing grow while leaving no trace of its touch. Most things break instead of transform because they resist. The quiet miracle of love is that without our interference, it, like water, accepts whatever is tossed or dropped or placed into it, embracing it completely. Of course we are human and are easily hurt if not loved back or if loved poorly. But we waste so much of life's energy by deliberating who and what shall be worthy of our love when in the deepest elemental sense these choices are not in our province any more than rain can choose what it shall fall upon. In truth, the more we let love flow, the more we have to love. This is the inner glow that sages and saints of all ages seem to share. The wash of their love over everything before them. Not just people, but birds and rocks and flowers and air. Beneath the many choices we have to make, love, like water, flows back into the world through us. It is the one great secret available to all. Yet somewhere the misperception has been enshrined that to withhold love will stop hurt. It is the other way around. As water soaks scars, Love soothes our wounds. If open to, 
love will accept the angrily thrown stone, and our small tears will lose some of their burn in the great ocean of tears. And the arrow released to the bottom of the river will lose its point. Only love, with no thought of return, can soften the point of suffering. So that's by Mark Nepo. And Mark Nepo is a, a poet, teacher, storyteller, and the author of the New York Times number one bestseller, The Book of Awakening. And this excerpt was from The Book of Awakening. Thank you. Thank you, Dennis, for reading that for us. And do send our greetings to Dublin Unitarians. They're a fine congregation. We're moving into the meditative time of uh, today's service when we'll have a few words to lead us into silence. And during the silence, there'll be an image of our chalice flame to look at if you want. And then the silence will end with a piece of music. It's uh, a song sung beautifully for us by soprano Lucy Elston, Gathering, We'll Gather Lilacs, it's called. It's written by Welsh composer Ivan Novello. It has such a sweet message of um, people being reunited once more. And Lucy and I thought it rather fitted the socially distanced times that we're living in. During the song, there'll be a slideshow of photos which we've put together with Love's Many Forms as its subject. Thanks ever so much to those of you who provided photos. So do get yourself into a comfy position now. Feel free to turn off your videos if that works best for you. Take your shoes off, whatever works. Maybe have a stretch. Let's lift those shoulders up and let them circle back and down, letting go of uh, any tension that you might be aware of with eyes opened or closed, your facial muscles eased and relaxed, especially perhaps your busy forehead. Just let that soften and release and let thoughts go for a while, no need to hold on to them. We can allow ourselves to enter into a more silent space. Let's take a breath in and breathe into the connection once again with ourselves, with our bodies, with our heart, with the light and love that we are. We might imagine breathing in a love that accepts us just as we are and breathing out a message of love to our world especially any particular community or individual who may be in need of love this day. And in this more rested state, I invite you, if you wish, to consider all the many forms of love in life for you, the many aspects of existence where, where your heart knows what it is to be open and flowing, unguarded, trusting. You might think of the earth itself, our only home, of the animals we share life with, 
of living plants and landscapes. Of neighbours and friends, family, partners, those we work alongside and live alongside. Those who take care of life's necessities, particularly at this moment, we think of all those healthcare workers going way beyond the call of duty. We might think how love is expressed in our work and in our hobbies and projects. In our creativity and our chosen forms of exercise. And as we share this quiet time together now, let's meditate upon life and love's many manifestations, many forms of expression. And our silence will end with a song and photos.
Lovely, lovely photos. And we will get together again. Let's all remember that. So just a, a few words now about love's many forms. And uh, I'd love to hear afterwards if any of my thoughts chime with your own. It's Valentine's Day today, February the 14th. And every year I have a little grump about a day dedicated to romantic love. I feel a bit like Scrooge does about Christmas with his bar humbug. But 
It's provided us with a useful starting point from which to explore love's many expressions. And if nothing else, I was glad this week in searching through my collection of readings to find that piece Dennis read for us earlier on, Love Like Water by Mark Nepo. Don't know about you, but I really do need a regular reminder that to withhold love, um, it does nothing but hurt the withholder. Rather, we need to be letting love flow. I'm quoting from that piece. If open to, love will accept the angrily thrown stone and our small tears will lose some of their burn in the great ocean of tears. And the arrow released to the bottom of the river will lose its point. Only love with no thought of return can soften the point of suffering. Now, you don't often see a message like that written on a Hallmark card, do you? But it's the message of all the world's great teachers that we humans can let love flow. And in so doing, we can can transform our world. So if we wanted a spiritual exercise for the next week or two, simply observing ourselves as we go about our days and watching out for all the times we withhold love, it would perhaps be illuminating. It would show up the power of our preferences and our opinions. It would probably underline our fears and our avoidance of potential hurt. I'm reminded of that uh, Pierre Teilhard de Chardin quote when he writes that love is the only force which can make things one without destroying them. And that someday after mastering the winds, the waves, the tides and gravity, we shall harness for God the energies of love. And then for the second time in the history of the world, humanity will have discovered fire. Words from Pierre Teilhard de Chardin. Harnessing the energies of love. That's a fine aim for any community. Thanks go to Jane today for assembling our slideshow and to those of you who sent me pictures or suggested particular aspects of love to consider. As, um, as a community, I think we've a particularly strong sense of love for our planet Earth home and all its inhabitants. We love certain landscapes, don't we? And trees and plants. A friend connected with the Findhorn community up in the far northeast of Scotland reminded me recently of that community's guiding principle that work be viewed as love in action. Work as love in action. Now that goes far beyond simply finding enjoyment in what we are doing. It calls us to stay awake and conscious in what we do be alert to possible learning and guidance, pay attention to the way we are working, even when, or especially when, something is a challenge or is downright unpleasant. Love has so many potential forms of expression in our lives. And let's remember that love never requires us to put up with situations that are harmful to us that stone raised in anger. No, on the contrary, we all need to recognize the times when we're called to say no 
or to walk away from particular circumstances. Love can be tough when it needs to be. By setting those clear boundaries, we help one another and we allow love to flow safely. So should we join all of us in letting love flow through us, staying awake and alert to the many ways we express love in the living of our precious lives. Amen. And we, uh, we can sing again together now, alone and together here on Zoom, where we will be safely muted. This hymn is a cheery one called Walk in the Light of Love, and it's sung by the Unitarian Music Society. So thanks to them for this recording. And once again, it's fine to just sit back and listen if you'd rather, or have a walk in the light of love around your room if you need a bit of a stretch. Time for some announcements now. Um, as always, really much gratitude goes to our Zoom hosts, Jane and Jenny. Um, without you, these services just could not happen. And um, thanks to Dennis Conway for our reading and Peter Cropford and Lucy Elston and Lawrence Palmer for great music today. 
Uh, there are plenty of other opportunities to keep in touch in the week ahead. There are a few places for heart and soul this evening. Do let Jane know if you'd like to come along. It's a particularly lovely small spiritual gathering online. And tonight's theme is wilderness. There's the coffee morning at 10.30 on Tuesday, all welcome. And next Sunday, we won't be holding a Kensington Unitarian service as we've been invited to join the Fuse gathering. That'll be at 11 a.m. and we'll send round an email of invitation about that. Uh, Fuse stands for the Festival of uh, Unitarianism in the Southeast. Um, but you can come from anywhere in the world and join them. The service is free to attend, but if you'd like to join the workshops and the um, hear the theme speaker on the Saturday, that's £20 to register, and I think it'll be worth it. We um, have one of our regular poetry sharing evenings planned for Wednesday the 24th of February, so do get in touch with Brian if you'd like uh, to bring a poem to read. And do drop us an email if you're new to our Sunday gatherings, because it's always good to hear from people. Nice to have you join us. Uh, thank you, everybody who's made a donation recently. I'm, I'm really touched by how um, generous people are being. And thanks to those of you who've taken out a standing order. Every bit helps in these difficult times for all organisations and charities. So if you want to make a quick payment, just go to our Kensington Unitarians website and on the front page, there's a donate button to click on or you'll find the details there to make an online banking payment. And really many thanks for that. Uh, this week, we'll be sending out election papers. Um, they'll be going to members of our congregation. It's a chance to elect people to serve on our National Executive Committee, the beloved EC. Uh, do get back to Jane or me if you'd like to know more about this when papers arrive. At the end of our service, after our closing music, uh, we'd like to take a photo as usual, so do stick around for that if that's okay with you. And we'll have a chat over coffee in small groups too, to which everyone's welcome. So for our closing words, I suggest now that we all click on gallery view if our uh, devices allow us to do that so that we can see everybody in community. Just take a moment to have a look around at everybody now. It's very heartwarming, isn't it? And today's um, closing words, they honor the Chinese New Year Festival, which started on Friday. So I extinguish our chalice flame, but not the warmth of this community. Let's take that warmth and our sense of loving connection back out into the wider world that so needs a message of oneness and togetherness. As the Chinese community enjoy their New Year celebrations at the start of this new year of the ox, may each of us enjoy those ox-like qualities of quiet determination and willingness through loving service to make this a happier world for us all. Let's remember that how we choose to live life can make a difference to the lives of others. In the week ahead, may each of us know that we do indeed walk in the light of love and so bring light and love to shine on all our endeavours. Amen. Go well, all of you, and blessed be.